This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Spencer Chase. A fresh round of economic figures demonstrates the lingering role of inflation in the grocery store. The Bureau of Labor Statistics today said grocery prices rose 0.8% in November and have gone up 6.4% in the last year. The Consumer Price Index also went up 0.8% and is up 6.8% in the last year. Prices for meat, poultry, fish, and eggs went up 0.9% in November. Phil Brasher has a deeper look at the CPI figures in his story on agripulse.com. Congress this week took action to offer a pathway to increase the debt ceiling, clearing a major item from the December agenda, but that still leaves the Build Back Better Reconciliation Package, which has passed the House, but not yet the Senate. If it passes, the bill is expected to be trimmed in the upper chamber and sent back to the House for a final vote. Just when that might happen is still a little up in the air, but House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said this week she still expects the bill to pass this year. We feel very confident about what is in Build Back Better. We know what some possibilities are. It would be my hope that we will have this bill done before the Christmas vacation. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest. Soybean producers are seeing a bit of a shift in their demand picture. Agripulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Soybean oil has spiked in demand this year due to international and domestic factors. Abroad, palm oil production in Malaysia has declined due to COVID-19 restrictions shutting out most of its foreign workforce. And in Canada, the country saw extremely dry weather conditions impacting most of the canola crop harvest. Mac Marshall is the Vice President of Marketing Intelligence for the United Soybean Board and the U.S. Soybean Export Council. He says renewable diesel facilities have driven the demand for soybean oil here in the U.S. Now, all of these announcements have led to, you know, really substantial demand for soybean oil from the energy space. Now, recall, you know, back in the 90s, um, you know, through some checkoff investments in partnership with the National Biodiesel Board, we really helped establish an offtake market for oil through traditional biodiesel channels. Now, renewable diesel is, you know, effectively a next generation biofuel that uh, can wholesale replace traditional fossil fuel uh, based uh, petroleum diesel. Soybean meal has predominantly driven the market for crushed soybeans, but Marshall says that has changed. So on a value basis, meal has traditionally carried the value of crush and been the leader of value for soybeans at a ratio of about two-thirds to one-third. Now, oil has crept up so much that it's basically at parity, and the rationale for crush is fundamentally being driven by oil now. This is a wholesale shift event, uh, relative to the conventional and historical logic. Now, what this is doing... Uh, is incentivizing, uh, you know, more and more crush for oil. And one of the things we're seeing is cheaper meal as a result. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, concerns about the U.S. losing its reputation as a reliable supplier appear to be without merit. For now. Not quite yet, but I don't think we're too far from that. That's Ryan Legrand, the president and CEO of the U.S. Grains Council. He says other industries are more severely impacted by supply chain issues. Unfortunately, our, our friends in dairy and meat have, have really, they're bearing the brunt of this. That They're seeing it, and even soybeans are seeing it much more than we are on the corn and sorghum side. You know, we're shipping a lot of corn and sorghum in bulk vessels, uh, not, in, not in containers. And so we're not seeing as much of a problem with the container backlog on that side because we're just able to put it into a bulk vessel. And now, on the distiller's grain side, 
we're seeing problems. We're seeing more problems than we are with the corn and sorghum, and we'd like to see it resolved just as soon as possible. The House passed legislation this week to reform federal maritime regulations and prevent containers from going back overseas empty. Bill Thompson has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net, providing individualized protection on more than 480 million acres of farmland. Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.